0: let's talk our podcast ministry uh, i do count it a privilege to be able to have time with you and uh, so thank you so much for setting aside some of your time to be able to uh, spend some time with us if you have your bible go with us to ecclesiastes chapter two uh, and so i was in mark and now my devotion jumped to ecclesiastes so i want to uh, pick it up there i just enjoyed talking with you about things that i'm getting out of my devotions so ecclesiastes chapter two And uh, so as I was reading through uh, Ecclesiastes chapter two, um, the world has a lot of things to offer, but the world cannot meet the deepest needs. So as I look at Ecclesiastes chapter two, uh, everything is not enough. And uh, so as we go through, a lot of people feel like Solomon is the author of Ecclesiastes. Um, I won't take a bullet for it, Uh, It seems to make sense, but I'm not going to argue about it at this point. But the author uh, of Ecclesiastes, if you think it's Solomon or not, but the author is saying, I thought in my heart, come now, and I will test you with pleasure to find out what is good. But that also provided to be meaningless. And so that's verse one of of Ecclesiastes chapter two. Laughter, I said, it's foolish. And what does it pleasure accomplish? I tried cheering myself with wine and embracing folly. My mind still guided me with wisdom. I wanted to see what was worthwhile for men to do under the heaven during the few days of their lives. Can't imagine just saying to myself, hey, let's just go do this and enjoy the things that the world has to offer. But for some reason, the heart of the author has, gotten, has become so empty Uh, that the possibility that the world might fill that void is what the author is choosing. And so if you go on now in verse four, it says, I undertook great projects. I built houses for myself and planted vineyards. I made gardens and parks and planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made reservoirs to water groves of flourishing trees. I bought mail and female slaves, and had other slaves, were born in my house. I also owned more herds and and flock than anyone in Jerusalem before me. I amassed silver and gold for myself, and the treasures of kings and provinces. I acquired men and women singers, and a harem as well, the delights of the heart of a man. I became great by far than anyone, I became greater by far than anyone in Jerusalem before me. And all this, my wisdom stayed uh, with me. So here he gives you a kind of a list of things. And thinking about houses, I was you know, just kind of doing some, you know, research. And if you go to First Kings chapter 9, and if you pick it up there in verse 10, he spent about 13 years uh, on his own house. He built a house in the forest of Lebanon. That's First Kings chapter 10, verse 17. And then he built, built a house for his wife, Pharaoh's daughter in First Kings chapter 9 and verse uh, 24. He fortified cities. Um, and so the list goes on and on. And, and and a lot of these just kind of you know jump out of the, out to me saying wow look at, look at all this person had but there's still there's emptiness but as i was reading through this i mean we we are aware of you know uh, gardens and i've get and i implanted parks and planted all kinds of fruit trees but verse 6 kind of grabbed me he said i made reservoirs to grow for flourishing trees and so that i guess to me it just shows the vastness of the wealth and if it was Solomon, whoever the author might have been. So the, the vastness, I mean, good grief. It's one thing to have vineyards and and, and all these things. But then, to, okay, I'm going to plant, uh, make reservoirs to make sure that I provide water for all of these things. It just blew me away to think through. It. And, and the brokenness. I mean, good you know, the male slaves and female slaves. And then if you really drop down to verse 10, I deny myself nothing my eyes desired I refused my heart no pleasure. My heart took delight in all my work, and this was the reward of my labor. Yet, when I surveyed all the hands had done and what I had told to achieve, everything was meaningless, chasing after the wind, nothing gained under the sun. Wow. So, Ecclesiastes chapter 2, 1 through 11 Solomon went on a search for everything that the world had to offer. And you're gonna, if you keep on going, you'll read on more and more as you go through the book of Ecclesiastes. And so we're going to get a chance to see all those things. But I can't imagine um, being able to say, whatever my eyes desire, I kept from, I did not keep from them. Anything that Solomon wanted, he got. Anything that he desired, he got. I mean, you you put a new phrase to the world's to the fray, new terminology to spoil brat. I mean, that's just what it is. But then I'm also trying to balance if if, if this is the author and Solomon is the author, he was the one that built the, the temple. He was the one that God anointed as the king. And so if this is true, I'm wondering where and when did the, the slow fate start to happen to where instead of... Turn around and looking back at the temple, said, Yep, there it is. That is my hope. That's my fortress. That's my rock. That's my deliverer. There it is. The Shekinah glory of God. That is all I need. Instead, if this is Solomon, slowly his heart turned in such a drastic way that he, the temple is not even in the list of anything that he, he was looking for. So everything else he tried. So I just want to pause us to. And say to us, and maybe even to me this morning, hey, this world is not where it's at. You will not find hope, joy, peace in this world. There is no truth in this world. There's nothing that the world has to offer that's gonna fill the hole that Jesus is supposed to fill in our lives. And you could take that to the bank. And so I wanna call us to guard our heart, not to... To look around and say, well, this will make me happy and this. No, no, we, we're looking at Ecclesiastes 1 to 11. He, I mean, he had it all. Way beyond all the stuff that we'd ever want to think about or try. And he still wasn't enough. So this morning, uh, or if this evening, whenever you pick this up, pause and say, okay, am I searching for the things of this world? Or is Jesus enough in my life? Because I know the world will not be enough. So thank you again for joining us Um I would like to close in prayer. Father, thank you for your word. Uh, thank you for Ecclesiastes. Thank you for the opportunity to go back and look and all that he had. Um, but you're the only one that can satisfy. So in a world that we're looking to uh, things to satisfy, may it be you, Jesus. May you be enough in our lives, Jesus. And may we battle the things of this world and say, no, I'm turning to Jesus. I don't need this and this. So thank you for this time. Send us out into a community that's broken, that's living for the right here, right now. Send us out as individuals that are whole and complete, um, that we are not empty, but we know who you are, Jesus. So thank you for our time together. In your name we pray, amen. Thank you for joining us again for Let's Talk. God bless you and have a great day.